the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, which is DePietro.com. Right now, it's 106. And this portion of the program is brought to you by J.K.L. Engineering. Now, listen, the heating season, while some people have already turned the heat on, call J.K.L. Engineering today. Give them a call at 401-351-7600. 401-351-7600. J.K.L. Engineering. They're licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. It's J.K.L. Folks, uh, they can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. And estimates are free. Financing is available. Call J.K.L. Engineering today at 401-351-7600. For 55 years, J.K.L.'s customer satisfaction, second to none. License in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Call J.K.L. Engineering today, 401-351-7600. Estimates are free. And on top of that... Uh, financing is available, both residential and commercial. Call J.K.L. Engineering today, 401-351-7600. 401-351-7600 for J.K.L. Engineering. Folks, J.K.L., 55 years in business. Call J.K.L. How about that? Reducing your oil bill by as much as 90% called JKL 401 351 7600 JKL Engineering. Well, folks, yesterday it was in the news. There was, uh, I want to just read, uh, there was a channel, I think I saw it on both channel 10 and channel 12, and it has that there was a, a father, there was some kind of a commotion. Cranston School placed on lockdown after students' father caused scene in office. And, um, well, both, you know, the, the, the local media has the story, Western Hills Middle School. And the person who has been arrested, uh, was arrested yesterday, I should say, joins me now. And it's Josh Mello. And, Josh, um, thank you for joining us. Thank you for taking the time. And I, I want to I give you an opportunity to just um, give some clarity to what exactly happened yesterday at Western Hills in Cranston. Okay, <clears throat> thank you for having me on. Thank you for the opportunity. I received an emergency uh, message from my daughter that uh, she needed to be you know, picked up for a change of clothing. Um, okay, now pants and such. She is, she's 12 years old. Correct, she's 12 years old. She lives in Cranston and attends Western Hills. That is correct. So okay. She's in the sixth grade. Correct. Okay. So you proceed to go to Western Hills. That is correct. I proceed to pick her up because from understanding, she just couldn't be brought close. She needed to go home and perhaps clean up. So okay. I went on that premise. Okay. Trying to give her some descriptive some privacy. Okay. Um, so we were going to bring her only back. She only lives maybe six minutes down the road and probably would have been a 20 minute ordeal max. I was instantly met with resistance, um, with respects to take Pinarol and uh, respects to um, <clears throat> having a, having a mask on uh, at, the, at the time. 
So they kept basically telling me I needed to leave, and they weren't listening to me. And then at one point, they said that I couldn't remove her uh, because there was a note in the system that should have been cleared up well over a, uh, nine, 12 months ago, a year ago. So I have uh, a court order, as a matter of fact, retracting anything that that school should have had from a prior experience that the school engaged in um, for discrimination and um, they allowed erroneous documents to be filled at George Peters Elementary when she went there. It's a long, a little bit of a long story. I'm going to be as brief as possible. Okay. So that happened uh, there. I was um, wrongfully arrested once again and beat up picking her up then because her mom entered documents which were illegal. The school never had any verification. They stopped me. I questioned it because I was unknowingly um, being going to be prevented for this uh, race care card, I guess that's what it's what she well, going to be changing. Josh, let me just jump in for a moment. Now, yeah, no it's, it's my, my understanding. So Correct. you're there. You want to remove her so she can go home and change. Correct. So, okay. Now, as a parent, you, you do have the right to do it. Now, is it true that they contacted the, the, your daughter's biological mother and so you're and not to get too personal but it's obviously you have a separate household from your daughter and her biological mother is that correct that's correct okay so yes. they contact uh her biological mother and and she says no she doesn't she did she say it was okay for you josh Mello, to take take your daughter from the school no, initially she declined because the school oh. gave her the wrong information upon calling her. I actually had my other half, uh, uh, Rachel, my wife, uh, she was in the car because she helped drive me down there because we were together at the morning. It was first thing in the morning. We didn't even have breakfast, nothing. <laughs> I just ran down there to make sure Chris was taken care of. I had to call her into the school because of what was going. I needed a, an impartial person. I was upset. I was elevated. I mean, as I would be, I'm being told I can't get my daughter. I'm trying to explain to me purpose. Anyway, she comes in and she had already been on the phone with, with Tanya explaining the real reason why we're there. And Tanya said, that's not what I was told. So upon that information, I guess Tanya did say yes. At which point the police were really pushing myself around, Tanya around inside the school and kind of escalated the situation beyond the nth degree, labeling me because of the previous experience. They came out legitimately said to me, and I have it on, on record, I we remember you. You did the same thing before. And at that point, they really became aggressive. And they knocked, pretty much knocked Rachel down myself when they, they tackled me. They didn't say anything. They grabbed my arm, off my phone out of my hand, which I was trying to be, take, take data. Now, 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 Josh, let me just jump in for a moment. Yep, now, sir, so ahead. there was, what What was this other incident? Was this at a school or at a school committee meeting? Uh, well, the school committee, well, the school committee meeting, there was, I was, ex, I was tossed out because prior to, they were trying to institute masks. See, I'm heavily involved with some of these things. So okay. Kind of what, so the, this is a I'm school committee apologize. meeting, school yes, committee sorry. meeting. And they, is this where they want people to wear masks and you won't wear a mask? No, the school committee meeting was about the children wearing masks. Oh, didn't have to wear okay. masks at that point. Okay, now, um, hold on. Now, why were you escorted out of the school committee meeting? Because I interrupted the guy oh. speaking, well, the head, the head uh, dictator up on stage. 
that, that, I interrupted him and they told the, the police that escort him out of here. Escort him out of here. Okay. Correct. Now, this incident, but now, we, do you say, were you arrested at another school in Cranston prior to yesterday? I was. Yes, sir, I was. Now, when was that? Um, in 2019, when I was trying to pick up my daughter from school, oh. uh, and I was, okay. um, she was only there for four days. And those uh, documents were, were manipulated prior to me picking up. It was, it was a setup. A, I have a lot of information. All right, now. That whole thing was a mess. This, um, this doesn't, is this a problematic uh, relationship with I I don't know if it's your ex wife which is parental alienation honestly I mean uh, that's something that my uh, my daughter and I've been subject to since she was been infant parental alienation I've been refused any and any any and all rights you can possibly name uh, with respect to my child that's what it boils down to sir is this a um is this a a, a, a a you know custody problem with your? Is this your ex wife or just a woman you had a, your daughter with? Ex fiance, ex fiance, never met. The okay. custody thing was actually cleared up, and that's what this court order here is. And it was uh, entered on the twenty eighth of April, twenty twenty one, twenty twenty one, and okay. signed on the fifth of in May. At okay. Some point. Now, when the police yesterday, did you say they mentioned what? What was the school you had been arrested to in twenty nineteen? George Peters. George Peters. Okay. Correct, sir. Did they, so they made mention of that, of I remember you from George Peters. Is yes, that, sir, they, they did. did. Correct. Okay. Yes, sir. Now, you're there. You were contacted by your daughter. So, now, when you get, is it a text message that you and your wife, Rachel, got from your daughter, Chris? Yes, I think it is. That? Okay. Chris, correct. Yep. Now, yes. who, your ex-fiance, what's her first name? Tanya. Tanya, okay. Correct. Now, at that point, I'm just curious, how come your daughter doesn't contact Tanya and say, can you bring my clothes to the school or for whatever reason? Like, I'm the most active parent in that oh. respect. She knows she can rely on me. And okay. My job being, I have uh, almost immediate access. Okay. So I can kind of drop what I'm doing. Okay. Now, when you get the text, do you and Rachel contact Tanya to let her know that you're going to the school to get your daughter? Uh, No, sir. You did not. Now, I'm not saying you have to, but so when she hears from the school that you're there, she doesn't know why you've gone to help your daughter. Correct. Okay. So, but I'm just, and again, folks, we're speaking with Josh Mello. And he, you know, one of the things is the, uh, here's the headline, Channel 12. Cranston School placed on lockdown after student's father caused a scene in front office. When, when you were at the school, was your daughter there or is she still in class? She was still in the class. She was, okay. Correct. So how did it get from, you, you say, hey, my daughter texts me, I want to, I got to pick her up because she wants to, change clothes for whatever reason and and they say no you can't because you're not what what exactly do they say uh they said um essentially that there was uh, something in the file saying that i couldn't i need permission and these types of things and i tried to stress to them that this document for the court order saying that any and all orders shouldn't been resolved was not addressed i had tried to address reach out to the principal several times prior to this to have some of these areas addressed and I had never had a return phone call 
the principal does know me and uh, for trying to question him and why the school was is introducing sexual propaganda to the children too. Like my daughter had a survey given to her yesterday about her sexual intercourse. She's 12. I never received any, I never received any authorization. To sure. do so. Okay. So I had, and then prior to that, a week, not even a week or so earlier, she's introduced to some LGBTQ uh, club that the school has, or group that the school has yep. through via the announcement. So I did have some, like some other issues like going to the school and like, so all right, now let me, when, when do, Josh, when do the police show up? Because it sounds like initially you're, you're in the office and they're saying, well, we, we have a, a family court order that prevents you from picking up your daughter. So when do the police arrive? It well, doesn't seem like too long. I mean, I don't know why. It seems like it all happened relatively quickly, though. They, uh, I don't know the duration of it, um, but it seems within a few, three, four minutes it tops. Okay. Now, here's what the police wrote, and then you can respond. One of the officers wrote in the police report, Mello was angry over child custody issue involving his daughter, and all their attempts to calm him down were unsuccessful. Is that true with the Cranston police trying to calm you down? Uh, one of, there was one officer I would like to vouch for. He did seem like he had a, a level head, but neither of them wanted to give me space that I asked for several times. I did I did ask for like some distance because they're trying to tell me to calm down. I'm looking for space to calm down as they're legitimately pushing myself and Rachel like up back up against the wall. Like we couldn't move. They were very forceful and I wasn't in anybody's I wasn't within six feet of anybody the entire time. I stayed my distance. I was near a wall. Actually, there's a bench that runs along the wall there. And I was, I spent my, my time near the bench, basically the whole duration. And they came to me the whole time. And they basically boxed me into a corner because of my loudness. And okay. Now, essentially. They also wrote, you became loud, tumultuous, shouting obscenities at the administrators ripping up a, a copy of the family court order that was given to you. Is that true? That is yes. true? Now, you're it in your true. daughter's school? Yes. And you're sw- using... A- Why are you using obscenities, Josh? I, I have... Uh, I don't know. I, I was suffering... I suffer some PSTD. I mean, that's what it... I have stress. I have anxiety. I was put in a situation where, once again, I'm being denied access to my daughter from a... From a uh, an authoritarian school system. Nobody really even wanted to hear anything I would say. They kept telling me to leave and leave the school. I mean, I'm like, why should I need to leave? I'm trying to get my daughter. Like, it was a very frustrating situation. I mean, I do have it on record, so I read a video. So it shows my side of it. I mean, it, it breaks up because the phone's knocked out of my hand. But um, All right, I, I want to get to this next part of the report. The police report said yes, Mello remained frustrated even after the school received permission and take his daughter from her biological mother. So, so your fiance, ex-fiance, your daughter's mother, she, Tanya, she says, it's okay, he can take her. Okay, now let's go down, tell your daughter, your dad's here, you can leave. I, I would think that that's the end of it. You know, it was a mis, obviously some kind of a misunderstanding or the proper paperwork's not there. But how does it escalate after, were you still unsatisfied at that point? 
No, I was being pushed. I was being pushed out the door. I was being cornered. I was being aggressively stepped on. At that point, they didn't come out and say you could take her. That's when he came out and said, I remember you. And they did mention that she's coming down and all this stuff. But I'm like, well, where is she? Like, I kept questioning the fact because this is, they kept playing games with me the entire time. I had four or five different people telling me four or five different stories. It was a manipulation game. I was very frustrated. I was being lied to and manipulated by this administration and the police officers it was it was i don't know how anybody would else would respond i mean uh, a couple of localities asked like these types of things whatever like i was not anywhere anywhere in the classes i was near the doorway most of the time and it was a voice there was no aggressive nature there was no physicality it was my voice and all right now it also says the officers had to wrestle mellow to the ground to take I, him into custody the police report said during the struggle, police reports that the officers discovered Mello, you had Josh Mello had three knives on him, two in his pocket, one in his waistband. Now, the knife found in his waistband measured longer than three inches, making it an illegal weapon. Now, you, you, you have told me, because that certainly stood out to me, but you've said because of your occupation, you, you, that's why you carry these uh, tools or knives on you. Is that correct? Yeah. They are tools, and yes, that's yeah. why. I okay. run my own small business, and I use them for various things, like heavy, dirty plastic. Sure. Now, um, now, do, do you? Is there any way this could have been avoided yesterday, Josh? Like, do you look at this and say, you know, maybe I shouldn't have got so angry? It sounds as though the school did not have the proper paperwork there, so maybe that's something you and Tanya need to work work you know work with them on or do, when you look what what could have avoided them wrestling you to the ground the school going on lockdown and then you being taken into custody not having two aggressive uh unprofessional law enforcement officers on a school uh charging a upset concerned parents over the nature of the circumstances in which the child is in they're poorly trained and they didn't de-escalate and in fact they escalated it Except there was one officer that did at the beginning of the nature and in bits here and there. He he was genuine and was nice. And, and if you understand me, I was very polite. I said yes, sir, no, sir. I did have some vulgarities here and there. How uh, if you're still saying yes, no, sir, sir, yes, sir, no, sir, and being uh, 98% compliant, and you're going to be uh, torn down and arrested for two percent. Non-compliance and a loud voice—that's abs- that, that's absurd. Hundred percent. This isn't the first time, and I'm already jaded from the uh, that institution's response to me. And if there was any clarity about how I was responding to the very first time, this response uh, would be completely probably understood. The last time I was not—I was nice, I vulgar. I went and spoke to the principal, police officer, everything. I left. It wasn't until after that I was then attacked and arrested. And even then, it wasn't until I'm beat up in front of my daughter that I became vulgar. Was she and there? Was your daughter there watching this? The very first time? Absolutely. This no, time no, this time. Yesterday. Me, yesterday, no. no. All right. No, not yesterday. Was, now, thankfully. Do you, do you regret what happened yesterday? I, well, of course, I mean, there's always some types of regrets. I mean, uh, here's, here's the thing. I'm obviously trying to be made an example of because I challenge some of the critical race theory and the sexualized 
sexualization of our ch- children. I'm, I'm questioning how um, the masks, I'm, I mean, my face is out there for questioning some of these. Uh, they, they, they know me. My, I was right. there with, but, you know. But let, let's look at this. What if, what if. Yes, sir. After, when your daughter said, I need you to bring my clothes, which, again, I don't know the instance of that, but you're the father, you're trying to do that. But I just want to throw this out. What if you had contacted her mother, your ex-fiance, and said, hey, listen, will you call the school? I'm going to go pick her up because she wants to change her clothes. I mean, put... Uh, a little bit more clarity, she's not reachable. This she's woman not is, No, then especially when she's at work, she's unreachable. She okay. doesn't even respond to her own child in, in steps of emergency. Okay. This is why now, let me ask you this, though. Now, you're the, the people at the school. They have a family court order that says that you're not supposed to. So, like, if you just back up for a second, let's just say they're there. They're at the school. You show up. You want to pick up your daughter. They have a family court order preventing you from doing that. They have an erroneous one, and actually, the school All right. was should have been supplied at least not once but twice. All right, an updated copy of the court order by Tanya's uh, lawyer Timothy Sweet, as well as Tanya herself. Okay, these are the responsibilities of those individuals, um, and the documents that I had supplied, like I had mentioned before, were never updated. The system, several reasons why I tried to reach out to the principal and other staff members, and was met with basically a dial tone all right um again i I don't know the whole all i'm saying is you look back at this josh and i won't keep you but you want to look at how could this be avoided i mean ideally yesterday you go to western hills you pick up your daughter she changes into the clothes that she wants to and then you drop her back off and you go about her day what could be done about that they it sounds like whatever file they have needs to be updated. That needs to be worked out. Um, again, I'm sure you found it frustrating, and then you feel that maybe this has happened in the past. But um, I, I think it, it just puts the school in a tough situation if things are not if things are not updated the way they they should be. So, and then it. Listen, it, it puts police in a difficult situation if you're frustrated and you're, you know, loud and then using uh, foul language. If if then now somehow they did reach Tanya, even though she may be unreachable, apparently, according to them, they were able to reach her. And then she said, oh, we can take him. But well, there were several calls back and forth. There were. OK, so I mean, it wasn't just. Here's one call, and all of a sudden, miraculous, there she is. And, and with respect to how things could have been handled differently, it doesn't just fall on on me as the parent. There were several administrators and, and at least the two officers who all acted in their own self-accountable. The police officers did not show restraint. They did not, in many respects, they were very aggressive. They were bullish. They didn't try to de-escalate. They, I asked for six feet. I asked for space. I asked my 
Mike's face several times, and they refused. They kept pushing and pushing. I'm asking, I'm looking to calm down. I'm asking for my space to breathe. I'm asking for my space not so I'm not pushed down over a bench, which they're pushing me into, and I'm denied. I'm denied every chance of opportunity for a moment to breathe. So there is, I mean, before we play, anybody should play sideboard chair quarterback. I mean, I know you're hearing my side, but you're hearing glimpses of an entire story, which uh, is... Hey, listen, I just feel it's unfortunate that this happened, especially oh, when then when, you know, you're trying to do the right thing. You're trying to be a responsive father for your daughter. And then it's green lighted. OK, you can take them. I, I just it's too it it's un- mixed messages after the it's just unfortunate it. at that point. It wasn't, you know, you go off on your way, you take your daughter, she changes whatever it's going to be. It's it's just unfortunate Then it leads to lockdown, the wrestling with you on the ground. I don't think when you arrived there, that's what you were looking for. So, you know. At whatever point, I mean, that 12-minute lockdown, I mean, I, <laughs> even that's, uh, is out of, out of bounds. I mean, I didn't do anything. I showed any display of hustling. Uh, I understand. But I, like, it was a voice that seemed to disturb. And it was yeah. more civil, disobe- civil disobedience more than anything. All right. And I, 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 All can't, right. I can't speak anything else on that, Bob. There's right. some type of civil disobedience based off the fact that I was being prevented access to my right. own biological flesh and blood. Folks, he is Josh Mello. Josh, I hope for your sake, your daughter's sake, get this resolved. Um, sounds like some communication with the school department and then can kind of go on your way. And, and then in the future, if something happens, uh, it certainly won't result in this. Josh, thank you for taking the time to uh, speak to us, hear your side of the story. And um, again, I, I hope I wish you luck in trying to resolve this. Thank you. All I right. really appreciate it. All right. Well, Folks, there well. he is, Josh Mello, who uh, ran into some problems yesterday in Cranston. Folks, right now, again, I will play... Um, some of the uh, Biden town hall stuff, but I want to just reset. It's one thirty-one. I I just want to. I just think sometimes, folks, you have to step back before we get into. They're against me. They know this. They said that. Let, let's just step back. That you know, I don't know who was in the Western Hill office. I don't know who dropped the ball and didn't, or somehow they don't have the proper paperwork. But. I think people need to, you just have to step back a little bit and say, how could we, how could we have done this differently? Um, Listen, I deal a lot with the Cranston police and I I wasn't there yesterday. I have to think that's not a situation they wanted. Um, Boy, custody issues are very difficult. It's very difficult for the people involved. It's frustrating. It's difficult for the parents. It's stress for the children. Got to kind of step back. All right. Well, we don't have your name that you can get her. Kind of everybody's got to chill out a little bit on uh, some of this stuff before we go zero to 60 here. I just to me, that, again, is an avoidable situation. This part of the program, folks, visit the website to petro.com. Is brought to you by Pat Alston, Caldwell Banker Realty. Pat is based out of Cumberland, 20 years experience, licensed Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Call her today, 401-474-5253, 401-474-5253. It's Pat Elston, services all of Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. Again, there's a direct link at the website, which is depetro.com. I, um, 
I, I just, everybody, I like that people are involved with, it is, it's positive the parents are involved with schools. Um, you, you can't, you can't, um, <laughs> you can't start swearing at people. I'll say that. I know he's dealing with a lot, but you're in a school. There's kids there. Like, uh, that, well, that's an avoidable one. I think that's an avoidable one. Let me just check. I know the, the Alec Baldwin story it is prop gun death on Baldwin's set. Didn't know it was loaded. Good God. What's he even doing making that? That's like a low-budget flick anyway. It's an under six million. He's out there. They don't have a lot of prop people. Suddenly he's there, and then, God, it is just sheriff's office. Alec Baldwin discharged prop gun, killed the crew member, and wounded the director. Good Lord. Movie set south of Santa Fe. Wounded the director, and he was injured. And then the other, the poor woman was killed. Died at the University of New Mexico Hospital. I don't know. What what is he been doing out there? What kind of film is this? Ugh, that guy is just he is nonstop drama. Why is he working? Well, he's got the new family, right? He's got the new family with Hilaria, who uh had a Spanish accent and was trying to pretend she grew up in Spain. Even though she actually grew up in Massachusetts. <laughs> so he's um he has certainly been on the firing line for well Poor choice of words. For some time, as a matter of fact. And, um, boy, that is just, uh, what a terrible story. All right. Our friend John Francis has on Facebook. He's got some new things in. He's got some new merchandise uh, at Competition Shooting Supplies. Very interesting pieces, as a matter of fact. I wonder if I could get him on the line. I think I can. He's got some nice new inventory. Folks, I implore you to shop at Competition Shooting Supplies. I know you have other options. Juan's aware of that. You have two other options. Competition Shooting Supplies. Stop in and see them. 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. Or call them at 727-1716 for Competition Shooting Supplies. I'm going to um, call him in a moment. But I... Um, I'll tell you, that Biden town hall meeting last night, folks, was just, and this is where he is, um, you know, he's doing his best to kind of keep it together. Here's his, uh, somebody put together his town, incoherent town hall in 34 seconds. This was uh, on CNN. Uh, and, uh, and I don't know, I guess it's two weeks or a week. I, I think I'm losing track of time. How am I going here? Los Angeles and, uh, and, uh, um, uh, um, um, you had told uh, us at a town hall, I think it was in July, that the, in, in, this was. <laughs> you know, I hate the whispering. I hate the whispering. How about this representative that ended a speech on the floor of Congress? With Let's Go Brandon. Let me hear this. I thank 
Here we go. Plan. You know what they want? They want you to help put America back where you found it and leave it the hell alone. Let's go, Brandon. I yield back. I think that is funny. I think you're going to hear more people starting to do that. Crowd was erupting with that at the um, at the Red Sox game the other night, as a matter of fact. Um, all right, let me, uh, I'd love them going after Merrick Garland as well. Absolutely. Biden's open borders policies have led to a record-shattering migrant surge. Folks, they're flying them into Quonset. Let's hear, this is the report on NBC News. Julia Ainsley has more. A month after these stunning scenes from a Texas border bridge, another reminder of the record-shattering migrant surge. New data obtained by NBC News shows over 1.7 million undocumented immigrants were apprehended at the border over the last year, the highest total in American history. And tonight, U.S. officials monitoring tens of thousands more who may soon be making their way north. I want to leave in any way I can, this man says. Migrants amassing in Colombia, Panama, Ecuador, in southern Mexico. Some met with violence from law enforcement along the way. You know, this is outrageous. That what, what, you know, it's very easy. Why is it that they are coming? Because they know they're allowed in, even though Afghan teen facing rape charge. These are, as Lieutenant Governor would say, these are the new Americans, according to Lieutenant Governor Sabina Matos. So oh, those are the new Americans. Oh, God. All right. Um, Chris Wallace calls out the Biden rhetoric. Why does why does why is he saying this? Chris, Chris Wallace, who's pretty been pretty supportive of the president at times, saying it, it just doesn't hold up. Why, why is Biden? Why? Why is he saying these things? Why is he making these claims that don't stand up? Keep in mind, by the way, that it's all prepared and written for him, right? This isn't a matter of, it's not like he, he is doing exactly as he's being told to do, period. All right, I want to, uh, let me see if I can get on the phone. I'm not sure I can even reach him, but I think we can try to reach our friend at Competition Shooting Supplies. All right, let me see if I can call John Francis, folks. It's 139 on this uh, Friday. Uh, 435 Benefit Street. Look for him on Facebook. Folks, joining us right now is the Defender of the Faith. It is our friend John Francis. Good afternoon, John Francis. Hi, John. How are you? I am very well. John Francis, I see on your Facebook page you have some uh, very interesting new inventory that has entered competition shooting supplies. Yes. So the Sentry Arms, uh, Matei, that's already sold. Wait a minute. Already sold? Yes. In fact, I sold it. I no sooner posted it, and then about 10 minutes later, someone someone bought it. Wow. All right. Now, what about some of the... You posted some other things, though, as well. Uh, so, let's see. Pretty much everything else is still of the Six Hour uh, X-Carry Legion. That's still available. Uh, the FN uh, uh, 509 9mm, that's available. Uh, the 22 pistols, those are still available as well. Now, you also posted you received a mid-year shipment of Glock. How? how I'm, I'm slated to get that today. Oh, okay. Um, 
that's the Glock Model 43X MOS, which stands for Modular Optic System. Yep. So the 43X is a variant of the original Model 43, which is a pocket-sized concealed carry six-shot 9mm. Oh. The 43X is the same gun, except it's a little bit longer in the grip, and instead of six rounds, it holds ten. Folks, we're speaking with John Francis, Competition Shooting Supplies, 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. Now, John Francis, what people need to realize is, let's just say they have decided that they just don't, they have more uh, firearms than they need, or maybe someone passed away and left them. There's many different options that they could either sell them to you or sell them on consignment. That's correct. And, um, you know, that's, we get that all the time. Uh, so, in fact, I just earlier, uh, about a three or four weeks ago, I did buy an estate uh, where that was the case. And, uh, but yeah, uh, so if, uh, you know, folks, you find yourself with uh, firearms like that, you really don't have an interest in in keeping them, um, bring them on down. Uh, We certainly can uh, advise you as to what your best option will be. Or if uh, another family member wishes to take possession of those guns, we can help you affect a legal transfer at the same time. Now, John Francis, folks, again, pop in and see him, 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. John Francis, what are your hours for today, and what are your hours for Saturday? Uh, So today we're here 10 to 6, Saturday 9 to 4.30, and I'd just like to quickly announce that I'm going to be adding some new products to the store. Oh. So I'm going to start carrying the Aero Precision uh, line of... um, uh, AR-15 receivers, upper receivers, lower receivers, stuff like that. Wow. Uh, and I'm going to be uh, also stocking, stocking um, it's a local uh, company here in Rhode Island. Uh, they're located in Central Falls. It's called Roscoe Manufacturing. So they make uh, fire, uh, gun barrels. Ooh. And so primarily for AR-15 style rifles. Um, so they're a local company. They make a great quality product. And so they just read, they're in the process of getting me signed up, um, as a uh, dealer. And, uh, hopefully within the next uh, couple of weeks, I'm going to start bringing their products in. Wow. That's tremendous. Local. Yeah. So a lot of folks like, there's a lot of folks out there that like to build their own custom AR style rifle or pistol. And so, uh, we'll have the barrels uh, from this company that they can do that with. Folks, stop it and see him. 435 Benefit Street, Pawtucket. He's John Francis. John, great to talk to you. Keep up the good work, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, John. You too. All right, folks, there it is. John Francis right here on the John DePietro Show. Pop in and see him. I know you have different options, but pop in and see John Francis. Folks, this portion of our program is brought to you by, don't forget, this weekend, End Zone Sports Pub. 960 Menden Road in Cumberland. Stop in and see Dana and Company. They do karaoke Friday, Saturday nights. Of course they'll have the Red Sox game on. Of course they'll have college football on. Of course they'll have the Patriots game on. End Zone Sports Pub. We had a big crowd of the frontline workers that were in there uh, on the uh, just a couple weeks ago, the Friday night after the McKee protests. Well, folks, again, good afternoon. The, uh, the Baldwin story is um, is bizarre. And then also there's some other local stories, but I, I want to um, I want to let you know, again, visit the website. We're going to stay on the situation uh, regarding the illegals coming into Rhode Island, because I'll, I'll tell you how naive some people are. 
And just step back for a minute. Is there anyone listening right now? Now it's it's one forty five on this Friday. Is there is there anyone that really thinks that Westchester, New York, is the only place? The only place where they're flying him into a suburban area. Does that make sense to anybody? Of course not. And if anything, Rhode Island would be at the top of the list. Rhode Island's one of the states saying absolutely fly them in. We'll take as many as you can offer. You know, this headline annoys me. City orders Providence homeless encampment to vacate by November 1st. Public safety officials delivered a notice to West End homeless encampment have till November 1st to vacate, sparking criticism from some advocates for homeless people. The notice was distributed. Listen, they're trespassing. They're not supposed to be there. Told people, call Coalition to End Homelessness for assistance in shelter placement. Waiting lists, we've heard this endlessly. Shelters are extensive. Folks, more and more people are deciding, you know what, I'm going to try this. It's not bad. Uh, Your hours are your own. You don't have to work. It's not that bad in the summertime. Winter's a challenge, but they put you up at a hotel. So, But this whole attitude of the city has to find them a place. Wherever you're listening right now, did anyone, did the city or town, did they say, here? Well, we're going to help you get into that house. We're going to help you get into that condo. We're going to help you get into that apartment. This whole act where these individuals, adults, turn and say to the city, you're kicking us out of here. Where am I supposed to go? Hey, listen, it's not their job to figure out where you're supposed to go live. Why don't we start with employment? Has it ever been easier to find a job than it is right now? Basically, everywhere you see are help wanted signs. But none of them want to work. Councilwoman Mary Kay Harris was on scene when police handed out the notices to vacate. She's been working to develop funding for hotel rooms for people who've been living at the site. Now they're going to live in hotels. They've been able to secure some hotel rooms, which will last for one week. Trying to get second week of hotel rooms. I would imagine then they want a third week. See, that's not an answer. Harris couldn't say this is the Boston Globe. Everyone who was there would be able to get a hotel room. It's been some turnover who's actually living there. Her constituents have raised his concerns about the encampment. Currently strewn with trash, health, sanitation risks. They're not supposed to be there. And then you have the advocates. Executive Director, House of Hope, Laura Chakowsky. I think it's cruel and unjust. The, the, that's terrible to do this in the as opposed to what telling the people yeah it's okay go pitch a tent on that piece of land even though you don't own it House of Hope outreach workers been at the site every day for the past few months yeah what have they been doing failing listen when you bring them coffee and bring them food and let them take a shower and bring them clothes you're not you're you're enabling them they need work. They need to go live somewhere. And if you earn money, you can afford to live somewhere. This is mean. They don't belong there. But I'm telling you, look at the West Coast. Folks, it's not, it's certainly not just a Rhode Island thing. We have a population of people 
where they're making it easier, more attractive, and more acceptable. You know, and it all comes into this notion of this could be you. This could absolutely happen to you at any moment. Anyone, I, I don't believe that. A big common denominator with a lot of these people is they're not working. They expect people to take care of them. And it's not fair to the people who do work. All right, folks, right now at 149, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Let me see if I can reach our friend Marie with It's My Health, 1099 Mended Road in Cumberland, folks, on this Friday afternoon. What a nice day to take a ride and see Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road. Folks, joining us right now, she is, in fact, the queen of health. It's our friend Marie. Good afternoon, Marie. Good afternoon, John. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. What a delightful, nice October Friday afternoon and a perfect day to take a ride and pop in and see you at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Absolutely. The weather's fine. The parking lot is wide open for parking. Yep. Now, on top of that, people would be, I think, pleasantly surprised the different herbs, teas, and spices that you offer at It's My Health. Absolutely. We have hundreds of them. Some bulk, some boxed, plain herbs, um, teas, combination teas, great things for the fall. What about natural skin care and hair care products? Well, we try to have all of our products to be really clear of all kinds of chemicals and additives. So they're they're clean. That's the best way to explain them. They're clean. They do the job, but they don't add anything bad to the skin. Folks, again, it's Marie. It's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You know, and tea, as you talk about, Marie, it's uh, it's so soothing. And then also, don't forget about the hemp and CBD products. Oh, absolutely. Really come in handy, helping people to sleep, helping people with pain. Um, we even have plenty of dogs on it, you know, and dogs don't judge, right? You know, if they can't walk, then they can. So lots of people using it, especially for pain, but also for relaxation and sleep. Now, folks, stop in and see Marie. It's my health because it's your health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant. Marie, what are your hours on this delightful Friday, and what about for tomorrow on Saturday? We'll be here till 5.30 tonight. It'll still be light when we close for a couple more weeks, right? And then tomorrow we'll be here from 9 to 4. Folks, pop in, whether it's local products or natural skincare products, Great gifts, great things that are healthy. Stop it and see the Queen of Health. Marie, you are the queen. Keep up the good work, and we'll talk to you again. Okay, thanks, John. Have a good one. All right, folks, there it is. Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Folks, good afternoon at 152. It's John DiPietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You know, I think it's interesting. Rhode Island, a whole lottery next week for five new medical marijuana dispensaries. That should make things very interesting, right? That should make things very interesting for what about work? What about companies? What about businesses? What about people that you run a business and you can't get proper workers for your business? I am telling you, we we are turning into just a complete population of people that 
that don't want to work, that want to just basically float around high. Going forward, for those, think of the opportunities for those that are willing to work. Think of the opportunities for those that are willing to work hard, do the right thing. It's um, it, it's really in, uh, incredible how we're, we're having this whole younger generation of people who are really deciding that they, they really. And folks, the longer that somebody just kind of floats around and learns to get by and expects the city or the state to take care of them. And, the, you know, that's where you have someone like a Biden basically tell you, hey, we'll do that. You deserve that. Right. That's the whole progressive thing. The government is, is um, you know, these corporations are ripping you off. You deserve better. The, the, you don't. I was with a business owner recently who was saying, you know, you never hear Governor McKee basically encouraging people to get back to work. And he's exactly right. The whole Democrat Party has become, don't worry about working. Right, don't don't pay your rent. Don't worry about working, folks. You watch those EBT cards are going to start to be used at these places that are are selling cannabis. And how can you deny them that? And blah blah blah. I hate the whispering that Biden does. He is so the wrong person for our time. The whispering. Don't pay your it's ineffective. I don't know who tells him to do it. Um, how about Cicilline? I think Cruz needs a geography refresher. Rhode Island's not a border state. Well, at one time, you know, either is New York. But think of all the immigrants that came in through Ellis Island. Boy, they love to talk the talk. But Ted Cruz was, Ted Cruz was not wrong. Of course, the media, bipartisan criticism of Senator Cruz and blah, blah, blah. But the fact is, you know, they if they want to walk, talk the talk, they got to walk the walk. Let me just see some of these other headlines. Anti-government movement rapidly expanding nationwide. Whew. High school students blame rash of brawls on pandemic isolation. We didn't get a chance to bond. Uh, first look at Jeff Bezos' record-breaking yacht. <laughs> huh. Anti-government movement. Folks, that's something to watch. People are, you know, I disagree. It's all far right, though. Far right anti-government group grows significantly. A far right group launched by anti-government activists. Amon Bundy is expanding nationwide, making inroads into Canada. Quick growth despite legal problems faced by prominent people's rights leaders. Grown 53%. People's rights started in deep red Idaho. Remains one of the least vaccinated states. People's rights started in 2020. Wave of backlash against public health measures. Started by Bundy. Best known for leading a group of armed activists in the occupation of Oregon Wildlife Refuge in 2016. Now one of many candidates running in the gubernatorial race. How about that one? You know, but I also want to get back to people. This is a tremendous opportunity for what's going on as far as 
people are um, questioning why things are being taught in school. People are uh, questioning this whole, you know, look at the false narrative that was going on about pediatric deaths of children in Rhode Island. That then we learn, and I want to credit the parents involved with that lawsuit that basically brought to light that in Rhode Island, if in fact, like we said, you have a 17-year-old or 18-year-old who is rushed to the Rhode Island hospital with a gunshot wound, he passes away, they test him for COVID, and then they say it was a COVID death. So they say, oh, look at that, 18-year-old died of COVID. That, 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 like, who, who even put something like that? How is that possible? I give credit to the parents that through their lawsuit, they got Dr. Jim McDonald on the stand. And Dr. McDonald admitted that. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Brothers Disposal. Come on, brother. Call Brothers Disposal today. Call Brother Roland, 401-688-0517. Brothers Disposal. Now, remember, get a purple dumpster for your driveway. You want to throw away unwanted belongings or maybe you're doing a small household construction project, whatever it may be, Brothers Disposal, 401-688-0517. Come on, brother, call Brothers Disposal today. Look for them on Facebook. They have the purple dumpsters, Brothers Disposal, and now offering weekly trash collection services. So, but let's talk about the dumpster in your driveway. Clean out your garage or your basement. Get rid of some of your old unwanted belongings. Brothers Disposal, 401-688-0517. It's a lot easier if you have a dumpster in your driveway. Brothers Disposal, 401-688-0517. Folks, it's 159. It's John DePietro. I want to thank you for listening to the John DePietro Show. Now, stay tuned. You're going to hear the 2 o'clock news and then the John Dion program. Again, thanks to the uh, great Jeff Gamach folks that makes it happen. Visit the website, DePietro.com. You like the show. You want to support the show. Buy something in the shop on the website, depetro.com. You just click on shop. Buy some merchandise. Buy a mug. Buy a glass. Buy a T-shirt, sweatshirt, hat. Visit the website, depetro.com. We have original stories, unique video. It's a happening. It's at the website, depetro.com. Listen, enjoy this Friday. Go Red Sox. Stay tuned for the 2 o'clock news and then the John Dion program. WNRI Winsocket.